Hi, I'm Addie Sage. And I'm Lindsay. And we're back for another episode. Today we are going to be talking about Islam because Ayid al-Adha just passed. I feel like this is a thing for us being like a little bit late with our episodes, our celebrations, our life. Yeah, it seems so. Anyway, Ayid al-Adha was on Sunday, July 10th, 2022. Now for... History Crunch Time. Okay, so before we jump into history crunch time, we want to just mention that we are learning about Islam, um, the religion, the history, and how to pronounce the names, but we're not experts by any means. So apologies in advance if we don't get it all right, but we're, we're learning. So Muhammad ibn Abdullah was an Arab. Arab. I did it again. <laughs> Keep going. Arab, religious, social, and political leader, and the founder of the world religion of Islam. He went through much hardship during his childhood. His father died before he was born, his mother died when he was six, his grandfather, who had become his legal guardian, died when he was eight. Wow, he really did suffer a lot during his childhood. Yeah, and that's not all. Muhammad passed into the guardianship of his uncle, Abu Talib. Muhammad learned the art of trade from his uncle and went to work for a woman named Khadija. He was very hardworking, and it led to Khadija, a woman 15 years his senior, proposing marriage to him. He, He agreed, and soon after they married, his uncle died. So can you tell us a little bit about how the religion actually came to be then? So after Muhammad married Khadija, he went to the woods to hunt for food and Allah, Allah is the name of the Muslim God, basically the equivalent of the Christian, like, Lord, God, like, their God, according to Muslim beliefs, revealed the Quran to Muhammad. Muhammad was scared and hesitant, but his wife reassured him. Khadija is significant because she is considered the first Muslim. After a few years, Muhammad started preaching the Quran to people, and many converted to Islam. But Muhammad's tribe, tribe, the Quraysh, was polytheistic and was angry that he was preaching something other than their main religion. Polytheistic means that they have more than one god. Islam and Christianity are all monotheistic, one god. The Quraysh drove Muhammad and the early Muslims out of the Arabian Peninsula. Muhammad and the early Muslims took shelter in Abyssinia, where many more people converted to Islam. They eventually made their way to Mecca, where Muhammad became the military, political, and religious leader. Then they, they then attacked the Quraysh and after several batters took, battles, c- took control of most of the Arabian Peninsula. Soon after that, Khadija died. So this year you've studied Judaism, Christianity also. So how is Islam connected to those? Can you see threads connecting them? Well, Islam actually shares the majority of its beliefs with Christianity, with only a few changes. Um, Such as, like, what are a change? Well, the main thing is that Muslims believe that Jesus was a significant prophet instead of the Son of God. All right, and now on to... Celebration Station! So this time we learned about Ayid al-Adha. I don't actually know a lot about this holiday, so you will probably have to take the lead on this one, Mom. 
Well, I'm definitely not an expert, but uh, so so Aid al-Adha is celebrated for the willingness of the prophet Ibrahim to sacrifice his son, the prophet Ismail. What story does this sound like that you've studied before? Um, it sounds a lot like our churches and Christi- Christianity and Judaism in general. The story about Abraham and Isaac. So, and how do Muslims traditionally celebrate Eid al-Adha? Well, many Muslims celebrate with a four-day feast by ritually slaughtering livestock and distributing the meat among family, friends, and the poor. We, however, did not celebrate this holiday because I adamantly refused to slaughter animals. Um, so what did we do instead? We went to the al Farak Islamic Center, a mosque in Bakersfield, I where think, we live. I think maybe Al-Farouk. Al-Farouk. I apologize. Um, and we learned a little bit more about the religion from people who were actually in the religion. I asked that the man who was aunt, who was talking to us five questions, which they answered. Here are the questions that I asked them. I will also include the answers. Number one, how did you distribute, how, I mean, how did you celebrate Aid al-Adha? Um, he answered, we sacrificed animals and feasted for three days and distributed meat, the meat through, throughout family, friends, and the poor. Number two, what is your schedule for daily prayer? He said, we pray five times a day before sunrise, noon, around four o'clock, sunset and around 10 o'clock so i find their prayer habits to be very interesting as someone who has struggled with prayer struggled to feel comfortable with it i think it's really interesting to think about something that's structured you know yeah i I think it and it shows this incredible commitment to pause your day whatever you're doing even if you're at work in the middle of the day and just really focus on that yeah it's really cool but question number three is when your when does your mosque meet? He told us that they they meet Fridays mostly, and that the majority of Islamic mosques and centers in the world also does mostly goes to the mosque on Fridays. Yeah, that's another thing that just impresses me about their commitment because some of them they go midday for that noontime prayer to the mosque and then they have to like go back to work you know they just have to take that time out yeah it's really cool um number four does your mosque do any service projects he said that we they do food drives and help pay people's taxes which i think is really cool because i've heard from my parents that paying taxes is (laughs) not easy (laughs) truth number five what is a Friday at the mosque like? Um, they said He said, people come in about 20 minutes early and are separated into men and women. The imam, or priest, gives a sermon to the men while the women pray and leaves the men to pray and goes and gives the ser- a sermon to the women. So how did you feel while you were at the mosque? I felt very welcome. I think that if we couldn't be in our church, I would be in this I would be a Muslim because it just feels so welcoming because I know like some people are like 
Muslims are terrorists. And it's like, sure, there might be Muslim extremists, but the majority of Muslims, they are kind and they help. I think I, this is, I'm sorry, I just almost spoiled Addie Sage's fun fact. <laughs> but. <laughs> well, yeah, hold, put a pin in the fun fact. Yeah, but I just thought it was really, really cool. Yeah, they, um, there was so kind of them. They gave us a Quran. Yeah, they gave us a bunch of pamphlets, such as uh, one of them was women, women is in Islam, which I'm really interested in because you hear like a lot about like different things like that, like men and women do together or that men do, but feel like you don't really hear a whole lot about just what, what the women do, what women do to worship and Mm. be in their church well i'm definitely impressed with the level of commitment from the people that we talk to they're very serious about their religion yeah so should we move on to addie sage's fun fact so at the mosque we went to people had left food and water out for the pigeons i thought that this was really sweet um, they, it's like they were showing that they loved all of their Allah's creations. They loved all of them because. Yeah, it was very sweet, um, especially because obviously a lot of people think that pigeons are kind of gross or a nuisance or a vector of disease. But there was just like kind of a gentleness to how they were caring for the pigeons. And I felt that gentleness throughout the mosque, how um careful they are to take care of it and yeah it's really i love it it was really it was really amazing all right thanks for joining us ice age out and so is Lindsay.